Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. People are focused on, on, on their sickness and their disease and their need, right? But not the Pharisees, because they didn't think they had any needs. They thought they had it all worked out. They were good to go. They were righteous because they were doing everything the way they should be, focused on the outside, not recognizing the filth on the inside, not realizing that God was looking at their hearts, not at how beautiful their robes were. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that good actions can still be done from an unhealthy heart. When you do all of the things that you should do, like pray and go to church, the Lord is only honored by those things if you have good intentions. If you're only praying and going to church out of obligation, your heart isn't truly in it and the Lord isn't honored. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 14 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. All these people all over the region there around Lake Gennesaret, people are coming because they recognized him. Now, what does that, what does that tell us? It tells us they had heard the stories. They'd heard the stories. Jesus from Nazareth, he's healing people. And apparently, they'd heard some pretty wild tales. Because they're like, if we can just get close enough to touch his robe, we'll be healed. And they're flocking to him in faith, right? Not about the robes, but about Jesus. Faith that he would heal them. And, and, he, and he did. That's their focus, but notice, notice the Pharisees. Completely different focus. Chapter 15, verse 1 says, Then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus, saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. He answered and said to them, why do you also transgress the commandment of God? Because of your tradition. For God commanded, saying, honor your father and mother, and he who curses father and mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father and mother, whatever profit you may have received from me is a gift to God, then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus you've made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy about you, saying, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. 
When he had called a multitude to himself, he said to them, hear and understand. So here's another teachable moment, right? He gathers the crowds now. He addresses the Pharisees. Now he turns his attention to the multitude, and and he says, listen up. I mean, that's the way I would have said it. Listen up. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth defiles a man. Then his disciples came and said to him, you know, the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying. But he answered and said, every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into a ditch. Then Peter answered and said to him, explain this parable to us. So Jesus said, are you also still without understanding? Do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile a man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man. What was he saying? Well, it... It brings us back around to this question of cause and effect. See, what Jesus was was addressing here with the Pharisees, all these people are focused on, on, on their sickness and their disease and their need, right? But not the Pharisees, because they didn't think they had any needs. They thought they had it all worked out. They were good to go. They were righteous because they were doing everything the way they should be, focused on the outside, not recognizing the filth on the inside, not realizing that God was looking at their hearts, not at how beautiful their robes were or whether or not their hands were clean. And and this is such a significant thing that Jesus draws our attention to. He tells these men, you're focused on these traditions and so much so that you allow them to veto Almighty God, to to veto the commandment that he gave. If some some guy says, listen, I've dedicated everything I have to serve the Lord Jesus, and and then something changes, mom and dad are okay, and then they're not okay, and they need help, and that somehow this guy no longer has an obligation to behave lovingly, to honor his mother and father, to take care of and make sure their needs are met because everything has been dedicated to God. He says, you, you come up with this stuff that's nowhere in the Scriptures. It's just traditions that it's additions that you've made to the Bible, additions that you've made to the Scriptures, and you use these things to justify being disobedient, basically. Focusing on ritual cleanliness, but neglecting purity of heart. And it's interesting, Jesus called them blind guides. Because you see, the Pharisees had set themselves up as guiding authorities on all matters related to righteousness and holiness. In other words, they were the experts. They were the ones that the people looked to because they were so strict in their observance. They were, they were so um, meticulous in their practices, following the traditions, but they were teaching their traditions, these additions that they'd made to Scripture, as having equal authority with Scripture. 
and insisting that the traditions secured the person's relationship to God. You can't possibly be right with God. You don't even wash your hands before you eat bread. Now, what does this have to do with us? Well, it's extremely important because it concerns how we can be certain of our salvation and how we can know that our attitudes and our actions are actually in harmony with the heart of God and the standards of conduct that he calls righteous. The question that we need to be asking is, should we be governed and guided by the views, the guidelines, the traditions of men? Or should we be guided, should we be informed by the Word of God? One of the things that we're dealing with in this day and age is that all too often people are dismissing the Scriptures as being nothing more than the traditions of men. You know, you, you'll hear, ah, oh, it's just a bunch of stuff that men wrote. I mean, there's good stuff in there. I, I remember having a conversation with a guy some years ago, and, and I said, you know, if it's not the inspired, perfect, infallible word of God, then it's worthless. And he, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. I mean, there's some, there's some good things in there. Sermon on the Mount. I mean, there's some good stuff in there, either way. But you see that the problem with that is the Bible says it's God-breathed. It's holy, living, active. So if that's not true... To be honest, it's dangerous. I mean, if I were to, if I were to tell you, and, and, and now I'm kind of stealing something from C.S. Lewis, any of you who've read Mere Christianity, you'll, you'll get where I'm coming from here. If I stand up here and, and, and tell you that I'm God in the flesh, you're going to think I've lost my mind. This first book of the New Testament informs you well about the Son of God, Jesus Christ. It details his birth and life, his ministry and then his death. But it also tells you that he rose again. Jesus is victorious over death. And even more, he's alive today. Your Savior lives and you can rejoice in that. As you listen to Pastor Robert's message today on Main Thing Radio, you may have realized that you've never given your life to Jesus. Or maybe you've been a believer for a while, but you haven't taken steps to actively live for Christ in your daily life. Today's the day to change that. You can start right now. We'd love to talk to you. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730. 
We're so glad you joined us today. You can hear more teachings from this series in Matthew right now by visiting MainThingRadio.com or just download our mobile app. We'd love to connect with you on Facebook and Twitter too. There you'll be able to get the latest information on Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Find links at MainThingRadio.com. We'd like to meet you too. You're invited to be part of our worship time at Calvary Miami Beach. Just visit the church page under About at MainThingRadio.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio. Radio.